everyone and welcome to real quick episode 14 this is another patreon suggestion so shout out to all the patrons we've been really happy with the support we've gotten so far we're by no means asking all of you to be patrons or join but there's tons of awesome perks and we have a lot of people in the discord we have a lot of people at higher tiers that are getting other cool perks so go check out the patreon link is in the description as always and basically every week from what it supports us yeah it supports us i mean if you want to and the the thing is we're like what, what we're doing with Patreon, which I think I like how we're handling it, is we're not putting anything we had existing behind a paywall. We're doing extra work. Like, we're spending more time making more content, which is exactly what I think the point of Patreon is, which is what's great about it, is we're getting support, and because of that support, we're able to make much more content for you guys. So I think it's a win-win situation. And speaking of that, every week on the page, we're going to be making a review, which we just finished filming. We did on Sunday this week, which you now see on Patreon for all the patrons, but also... Um, it was uploaded yesterday for all the people who are non-patrons uh, because you get it later in the week uh, after the patrons will get it. And another perk is we will do a draft of your choice. Uh, people can suggest draft suggestions. We have a ton of awesome ones. But uh, interestingly enough, for the draft this week, we had a couple different people just want to hear a ranking from us instead of a true draft. And we're a man of the people. You, y'all are the ones suggesting, the, suggesting what we're going to be doing. So we're taking it straight from you. And this week, Cameron Volker shout out hopefully i'm pronouncing it right great name cameron um but he suggested probably our most suggested video of all time which is just give all four of us just give give me what your favorite 10 movies are of all time so just movies we all love the most top 10 so we're going to run through it um so obviously it's not a true draft but like i said if you join the Patreon and you want to see a video of us, it doesn't have to necessarily be a draft or a review. If you just have a video idea, throw it out there and uh, we'll we'll try our best to get it get it done, do it justice. So with that being said, we're going to jump into it. So how we're going to do this is we each have our top 10 list ready to go. We're going to go one by one through each of us. And like Seth's going to go first. He's going to give us his number 10 through number six. And then we'll all give our number 10 through number six. And then we'll start going, you know, round robin, giving our top five one by one. Um, but yeah, make sure when we're going through it, give it, we're not giving full reviews on these movies, but also, like you know, give some reasoning as a one, why it's a great movie, and two, why is it so special to you? Why is this something you consider to be? We all watch so many movies. Why did this movie make it into your top ten list? With that being said, Seth, let's hear your ten through six top of your top ten favorite movies of all time. Cool. So I actually went through my. I did a top fifty like a, three months ago. I actually went through them like a week ago and, and redid my sort of top 20 because I like to change things around from time to time if I do rewatches and stuff like that. Um, this is a perfect timing. So my, my number 10 is Bon John Ho's Memories of Murder. Um, reasons for that. So when I started to watch film in particular, I was very, very into detective films, um, mystery films and stuff like that. And I was recommended, you know, of film talk before I was in film talk, but when I was watching all that stuff, Recommended Memories of Murder. I kind of watched it and then just fell in love with it. I think the ability that Bon Joon Ho has to input humor, um, the drop kicks for anyone who's seen it in particular are just hilarious. The the final shot, in my opinion, is one of my favorite shots in in, in cinema history in my eyes. Um, I think the fact that it follows a true case as well just makes it that much more interesting. If you don't know, Memories of Murder was set in is um, a 2003 film about a case in the, I think, mid-80s, and that the murders in the film weren't actually solved until 2019. So the film ends with a final shot where basically he's supposed to be looking at the person who's done it, and it's like a call-out, a cry for help in South Korea at the time. Phenomenal film. Uh, Nine is one of my all-time favorite horrors, a film that I fell in love with about 14, one of the first horrors I fell in love with, and that's Alien. Um... I remember just being in awe at the set design. I, I loved it. The, the, the craft of the aliens. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's performance is one of my all-time favorites. Um, the, 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 just the weird stuff that happens, the kind of the suspense, the score, uh, the final scene when she's in the pod with the alien, I just think is so amazingly crafted. And it's I, I, with all these films, I'm sure with many of us, it's a film I can watch over and over again and still enjoy it as much as I did the first time, if not more. Uh, eight is a, my favorite all-time comedy drama, Little Miss Sunshine. Um, I got introduced to this by my mum and dad when I was probably... When did this come out? I want to say like 2006? Yeah, so I, I was yeah. probably like nine when, when I first watched this, and it's just... I loved it at the time. I think the ensemble with the cast is amazing. I think it offers so much in terms of not only family values, but mental health, in terms of the industry, in terms of society in general. I think it's hilarious. I think each character does a different job incredibly well. 
I will laugh every time, I'll cry every time, and I could watch this day after day. Seven is um, a, a film, another one of my mum's favourites. You'll notice a lot with my top ten is it's passed down on me, and then I watched them, you know, fell in love with them, whatever. Uh, no Control Men was one of the first thrillers I, I truly fell in love with. Um, I, I can watch this over and over again. I think it's just the way that suspense has worked in this. Anton Chigurh is just incredible as a villain. I love watching him. Some of the sequences, I mean, I'm sure we've all seen No Control Men, specifically the motel sequence is just so clever, so well done. Uh, the dialogue is brilliant. One of my all-time favorite scenes is the coin toss scene, which we all know is yeah. it's just fantastic, and I love it. And that is one of the films that kind of I would lord that as probably the film to get me into film. I watched that when I was probably fifteen, sixteen, um, and then I was like, okay, I need to start delving more into it here. And six is my all-time favorite horror film uh, by my all-time favorite director, and that is of course The Shining. Um, again. This is in my mum's like top 10. Another one that's just been passed down to me. I love The Shining so, so, so much. Um, I love everything about it. I think it's just a perfectly crafted horror film which works in every single way. And I think with The Shining, you don't need to speak about it too much. But again, it's in my eyes perfect. And it's, um, yeah, makes its way just out of my top five into the sixth position of my all time favorite horror. There awesome. I love it. Great. Cool. All right. We'll move on to George next 10 through six. It's it's a perfect segue because uh, at number ten is my all time favorite horror film of all time, and that is The Shining. Wow! Uh, <laughs> I didn't know we'd get a ton of overlap here. Honestly, I, I I think I have one more overlap with with Seth, if I'd imagine, and he'll he'll notice in a minute. Yeah, the, I'm sure. Uh, I, know what it is, I but... love and hate ranking uh, my favorite films of all time because one, I love rewatching films and seeing how they hold up, but two, I hate that this ranking is probably going to change tomorrow for me. Yeah, that's the issue, yeah. <laughs> especially. Uh, Top 10. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm looking at like my 11 through 15 right now, and any one of them could easily be top 10, but easily. Yeah. This is, this is what we've come with. So, I echo everything Seth said about The Shining. It's one of, uh, the, the best displays of suspense and thrilling horror that I've ever seen. I think Jack Nicholson gives, uh, arguably the greatest performance in horror, one of the greatest performances of all time. And I just remember watching this movie as a child, scared as fuck. Um, but it's just one of those things that's just engraved in my head, and, and I'll just never forget my experience that I have with this film. My number nine belongs to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, this movie was essentially my wet dream. It was just watching a comic book come to life. The animation is gorgeous. Um, the, the score is riveting and powerful and inspiring, and just watching this journey that Miles Morales goes on is, is absolutely uh, jaw-dropping, and then the leap of faith scene, um, quite possibly my favorite scene, not only in animated film, not only in comic book movie film, but in just film in general. Yep. Um, my number eight is where I think is my next overlap with Seth. I have Park Chan-wook's old boy. Um, hey, that's a spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it would be something else. I thought it'd be Alien. I don't know why. I no, you, I know, you um, wouldn't have that above Shining, would you? Yeah, no. Um, I, I go old boy. Um, there's just... Man, I don't know. There's something about, you know, Korean thrillers that, that just put me over the edge. It, it's just... It's such a claustrophobic feel. And I remember watching this movie the first time. Uh, and it's one of those movies, again, I mentioned it on our regular episode where it's like, I need to watch this movie again right now. It, it was devastatingly emotional just watching this man's journey um, and, and kind of go on this little revenge tour that he's going on. I, I absolutely adore it. Um, and of course, uh, you know, Park Chan-wook is up there. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, number seven, most likely an overlap with Mr. Cameron Walsh. I have uh, Avengers Infinity War. I did not realize it was that high for you. Yeah, it, it's going to be that high for me. As much as I rag on like phase four, phases one, two, and three, it's what I grew up on. Um, and watching the culmination of, you know, 15 years of filmmaking just be put together in, in Avengers Infinity War. It, it, it was glorious. It was amazing. Thanos lived up to the hype, in my opinion, as being uh, one of the best villains in all of film, not just uh, comic book film. Um, and that's a movie I could just rewatch countless times and, and still get enjoyment out of it. It's it's just it's so special being able to see, you know, all of these characters that I've grown up with and fallen in love with share the screen together and, you know, have these these back and forth interactions. Um, and number six, 
in my humble opinion, uh, one of the 10 greatest screenplays ever written, and that is The Social Network. Wow. Um, wow. I, I, I went back and forth that. like having that on my list, man. I love yeah. it. I, I didn't it realize was, that was in your, that was so high. I, when, love, I love it. It's fun. When, when we get to my number five, this will make more sense, but I was going back and forth between my five and six, like which one I wanted higher. Uh, I ended up going with Social Network at six, but I think this movie is perfect. Um, I know that nothing perfect exists, but I swear every time I watch this movie, there's not one flaw that comes to my mind. Um, I think the writing is stellar. I think the acting across the board is brilliant. Um, and again, it's just one of those movies that I just have such a vivid memory of watching for the first time, you know, way long ago before I was like into film as much as I am now. And it's just one of those films that has really stuck with me and just made a massive impression on, you know, what types of films I love. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, love. Right. I think I rewatched. I think that might be Fincher's my favorite Fincher now, to be honest. Mm. Over Gone Girl, slightly. I really like Social Network. It's really Fincher. really good. I love yes. Fincher. Um, yeah, moving on to my top ten. <laughs> Just looking at like Seth versus my lists <laughs> is gonna be so funny if you put them like next to each other. Uh, but also, I don't. You know, everything's subjective. My my like best movies ever. I are not my top my favorite movies um like some some same, are but same, yeah. yeah like i try to be we should say that are we are we i think like, seth's he, like top 10 favorite are what like like that's his top 10 like you yeah. know right right so your five out of fives are your top 10 movies they're your favorite my best and my favorite exactly yeah. yeah so um obviously it's subjective i claim you know i'll try to be as objective as possible say and honestly i think that's easier than making a top 10 favorites list i i like I, I was doing it while Seth was talking, rearranging just the 10 that I had on here, honestly. Like, I was just, I, you know, this putting my brain in a blender. But to start us off, number 10 uh, is Step Brothers, my favorite comedy of all time. It, it, it's a 95 out of 100 for me. It makes me laugh every time. I think it's the funniest shit ever. Um, like it, it's, it's, it's one of those where I watched it 100 times in high school, and I think that was, like, you know, the perfect time to watch it because in high school, I just think everything's funny. Um, uh, I, and, 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 you know, because I watch it so much, I it just always, your, uh, your stepbrothers is like my super bad. That's in my top 30. I yeah. It, it never fails to make me laugh. Super bad. I love as well, but I had to put stepbrothers here. Um, number nine is my lowest rated on my like favorites list An 88 out of hundred. I've pitch perfect. I, fucking, wow. I fucking love pitch. I did not. I, I mean, I'm not joking. I didn't uh, know that you liked that. Same. No. I appreciate that you put it on your list because I never I like, actually I like, knew if it was a meme. I don't meme talk or not. about it enough. Probably. Like if, the way you talked like, about it, I thought it was a meme, but you truly do love it that much. That no, like yeah, adds context. Yeah. yeah. Will it be on my list tomorrow? Who knows? But um, I watched it the other night. Uh, like my my wife's friend was in town from DC, and we went up to uh, Purdue. I was texting you guys uh, for her birthday. We came back and we all just sat. It was me and, and three girls just watching Pitch Perfect. And I fucking love that movie, man. It's so damn funny. 88 is about as high as I think I can put it, like, in order to keep myself somewhat credible. You know, like, I just, I love that movie so much. Um, number eight, and uh, this probably would have been, like, number one if you asked me, like, three years ago. Um, it's The Lion King. 100 out of 100. I think it's perfect movie. My niece ran ran this movie into the fucking ground a little bit with me. I I've, I've probably watched it a hundred times over a span of like three months when I was like back from college. Uh, uh, you know, I, I would watch my niece like in the summer, and she was like two at the time, so it was perfect time for her to just love The Lion King. So it dropped it dropped a little bit because I I can't watch it as much anymore. But I, I do love it. I still think it's a perfect movie. Um, it's for sure. One I, of my I love that explanation. Yeah, I mean, like it, it could have been it, it would have been probably number one for a while. But man, she ran that. every time we got in the car, she would be like Mortada, Mortada. And that's like Hakuna Matata. And that was her thing. That was like one of the few things she could say at the time. So I listened to that song too much. It, yeah. Um, number seven, 
uh jurassic park i i love dinosaurs in general just but i think i just maybe i just love the jurassic park movies because i, I love the jurassic worlds jurassic park 3 could have made this list that's probably the one i watch um the most but i do i i really really love jurassic park uh 97 out of 100 for me and then number six is this the newest movie on here no maybe not doesn't matter uh knives out uh, 98 out of 100 yeah, I, I, I expected that I think it's the best murder mystery I've ever seen. Uh, I, I, it's, it's like probably the only murder mystery I will rewatch more than twice. Like I've probably seen some murder mysteries twice, but this thing I can watch at any time. And it's not like the murder mystery that like makes that movie for me. It's all the performances and Ana de Armas is incredible. Chris Evans, obviously uh, uh, Daniel Craig is Benoit Blanc. It's just, uh, I've, I fucking love that movie. There's been times I've considered making it a hundred out of hundred just for. There's a there's a more recent opinion. one than that that's coming up for you. Yes. Okay. What's what's Knives Out? 2019. 2019, I think. I'm just. Oh, okay. No, that is the most recent. For some yeah. reason, I thought a movie coming out, a movie came out re- more recent. But yeah, 2019 Knives Out's the most recent. Cool, Tyler. Yeah. All right, so my number ten is a movie that came out the year I was born. My favorite movie from the year I was born, and that's Goodwill Hunting. I don't revisit that one often. It's probably like every three years I'll rewatch it ever since I was like young and watched it for the first time. Um, I The only word that always comes to my mind when I watch it is raw. Like I just think like every acting performance, like I mean it was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were so young in their careers. Robin Williams in those scenes, Stellan Skarsgård, like everyone's conversations with each other. Like the park bench scene just gets me every single time when Robin Williams is telling Matt Damon he doesn't know what life is. Like he, you don't know what loss is and just, you're just a stupid kid. Just love that movie. Love all the dialogue. Number nine is my highest rated comedy or my my favorite comedy of all time, which I was a day one on. I'm not a gatekeeper, but this movie is getting so much traction on social media the past like half year, year that everyone's starting to come out of the woodwork and say it's so funny and I love it. But I've been obsessed with this since it first came out and that's Game Night. I think it's hilarious. All the dialogue is incredible. Um, it's a very funny movie. I didn't realize it'd be top ten. Like, no, yeah, well, the thing for me is I'm like, highly. I'm like an anti-comedy guy. So if you don't have a plot I care about or I'm interested in, like, I'm not like Super Bad is like the only one I could say is just like purely a comedy that I really, really enjoy. Um, but other than that, I need like The Hangover or like Game Night, where it's like I actually care about the story and where it's going. Game Night, just love like Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, hilarious. Um, freaking Jesse Plemons just sends me to the moon every time. The end credits are so hilarious. Like when you get to see his whole layer. Um, number eight is my favorite and highest rated Christopher Nolan movie of all time. That's The Prestige. Um, wow. wow. I feel like that movie doesn't get the credit it deserves, but Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. I have it fairly low for me. Yeah, I freaking yeah. love that movie. And it's one of those movies that whenever I recommend it to people, it's like like barely anyone's heard of it. Because like, I feel like for Christopher Nolan movies, it's not a very well-known one. Um, mm. And everyone seems to love it. Um, so I, I really enjoy that. And I love the setting. Like, it's the same reason I kind of like the pale blue eye. Like, I just love that, you know, wearing the top hats and the, that kind of costume design. Like, <laughs> just some something about it is right up my alley in that cold Colorado atmosphere. Uh, yeah. And then seven is... Yeah, this is my highest rated Villeneuve, which is Prisoners. Um, was working at a movie. Th- the the very first time I saw it was when I was working at a movie theater, and basically like every time you have to like pop into the movies, like every single movie what, during it, just to, like make sure nothing's going bad. And the very first time I popped into that was the the bathroom scene when he's like screaming at him and his face is destroyed, and I was like. <laughs> And and because obviously when the prestige or when prisoners came out, like it wasn't a big blockbuster, like not a lot of it wasn't like a, a movie people were rushing to the theater to see. So I'd never heard of it. I didn't see, see any commercials. So I went in that theater and saw that scene. I was like, what the fuck is that movie going on in there? So Wait, then I when watched did that it, come out? Uh, 2013, 2014, yeah, 2013. 2013. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But yeah, absolutely loved it. Uh, I've watched it so many times, showed it to so many people. Always hold my breath to make sure they don't guess the guess the twist or who did it. And t- like my mom did, like twenty minutes in, I was like, just press the power button on the TV. I'm like, no, it's not. Wa- like I'm not watching this anymore. Like you, if you yeah. already know the ending, um, number six though, continuing with the Jake Gyllenhaal trend is Nightcrawler. Um, my favorite performance of him. My favorite movie of his. Uh, another one of those movies that when I came out, I feel like I didn't see a lot of promotional buzz for it, but I went into it because it was Jake Gyllenhaal, and I was like, holy shit, Like this movie is just wild. And it was also what introduced me personally to Riz Ahmed, who I thought is great as well. So, yeah. I feel I like it's top three for you, to be honest. I do love Nightcrawler. Well, kind of, and yeah, I also, yeah, I meant to say this. So my top ten highest, like my top ten favorites are not my top ten highest rated. And like you all said, 
tomorrow if I make this list again, it'll change. I'll rearrange stuff in the top 10. Something like Jurassic Park might move up in the top 10. Um, but yeah, the, the favorites list is, like Cam said, I think it's way harder to do a top 10 yeah. favorites than it is like yeah. a top 10, like what you think is the best movie ever made yeah. objectively, trying to be objective, whatever. I know that's a conversation we've beaten to death, but there's yeah. 10 through six. So now we're going to go one by one through each other. So we're going back to Seth. Seth, what is your number five rated movie of all time? Yeah, so my, my number five is uh, shout, out, shout Out the Mother on this one, because again, one of her favorites. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, yeah. Just a film that I... I interest, I don't actually revisit that this that often, similar to Tyler with Good Will Hunting, maybe like once every year or two. Um, I just I think this is a perfect film. I think it explores so many great themes in terms of acceptance, in terms of what you see, in terms of institutionalization, in terms of the confines of society, in terms of how we see people and how we treat people. Um, I think it's Jack Nicholson is one of my favorite actors. It, it features, I would say, his best performance. But then again, with Jack Nicholson, you could say any of his best performance, and I'd probably believe you. Um, I think it has one of the best on-screen villains, or at least one of my favorite on-screen villains. And I think the ending is just so bittersweet as well. It's one of my favorite endings. Um, and again, this is just like a, another one which I just have a vast emotional connection for. It's one of the films that got me into film. It's a film that was kind of passed down to me. You know, you should watch this. It's really, really good. I think I watched it when I was like maybe 13, that's of age, first time. And I just, I just loved it. And every time I, I watch it now, I just love it. And I, I think it just, I think it's just, um, considering it was from the seventies as well, um, not to say that that was like a, a massive pastime, but acceptance, you know, wasn't quite as strong then as it is now. And I think it is just such an important film. Um, and just, yeah, that's, um, that was one where I was like, it was either five or six. And I think it gets into my top five pretty comfortably. I want to say. Nice. Yeah. Good. Great movie. I like Great movie. True. George yeah. five. Not wrong. Uh, yeah, so I said my five and six, they were going back and forth, and I'm, I'm still going back and forth, even though this, this list is already made up, and the reason they go back and forth is because both of their strengths is in their screenplay, uh, but at my number five, I have Damien Chazelle's Whiplash. Yeah. Uh, this had to be in my top ten. This could quite possibly, right there with The Dark Knight, be one of my most rewatched films ever. Um, it's a movie I've been watching since the day it came out, and I love it more and more every single time. J.K. Simmons, um, as this you know uh, disgustingly aggressive uh, conductor, uh, I don't know if people consider him a villain of the film, but he's, he's a, yeah, antagonist, isn't he? Yeah, he he's up there as one of my favorite villains ever. And then I have such a soft spot for for movies like you know like whiplash like a like a black swan like this uh, this obsessed artist that that'll just go through any measures to just be the best at what they want to be you know sound of metal yeah. more recently something perfect like blue that. i'm sure perfect blue exactly yeah. um and, and in that like very specific subgenre of film uh whiplash kind of kind of just stands ahead of the pack um i love it i, I love it so much have you have you seen on twitter right now i see it all the time it's like whiplash if it wasn't yellow and it's just like yeah, whiplash, and I see that tweet like all the time. Yeah. Well, have whiplash. you seen the short Whi- Whiplash short film? I have. I just no. watched it, and uh, it's crazy how different it looks. Really? Yeah, it's Is literally it? just like in like I've a high seen... school classroom, no color grading, like. It's so is weird. It it's so rushing or dragging scene. Is yeah, that what it is? it's J.K. It's so it's the two drummers in Whiplash that are like behind Miles Teller, but they're like the stars of the short film, and then J.K. Simmons is in it. So. Okay, interesting. Wow. Um, Cam oh. number five. Any comment? Okay, uh, yeah, m- my fifth. Uh, it's the best rom com of all time, in my opinion. Uh, this is the movie. For some reason, I thought it was twenty twenty. I don't know, but uh, it's the big sick, a ninety eight out of a hundred. Uh, what year is it? Twenty sixteen. 2017. I, I only saw it in 2020, like on Prime. I don't know if it's that old. Yeah, I was watching, or maybe 2021, honestly. I saw it my senior year of college. Um, I just, I absolutely love it, man. It's, it, it makes me laugh. It makes me cry. Uh, it's truly like the funniest 9-11 joke I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> it make, that is the, like, Kumail's delivery of that joke is so goddamn funny. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I just I love I love this movie. You know, I think I think it's just does everything it wants to incredibly. And I, I just love it. Yeah, I expect that's being hit for you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. My number five, I'll go quickly just because it's already been brought up. But I truly think this film is perfect. And that's the social network. Um, biopics for me can be so bland. But this made it truly be a thriller of Mark Zuckerberg, Eduardo Saverin and the makers of mm-hmm. Facebook that I was like, 
a biopic has no bit like a movie about people creating a company a software company has no business yeah. making me like on the edge of my seat so the fact that it was so intense the score is so good and the fact that it just yeah. starts open with that like chaotic bar scene of him and eric albright like talking and he just is such a, like a sociopath all the way to the very end when he's looking at her Facebook profile and like seeing what he's she's up so to today. Good at just, Jace, Jesse Eisenberg is amazing in that movie. He's Andrew the Garfield's casting. incredible. Justin Timberlake plays that side role super well. Like every character just has their moments and is great. And the Winklevosses, Army, Army Hammer, whatever, you know, he's not a great guy, obviously, but he that did fine in that role. He's All the cool. lawyers, like literally everyone just did, did the role very well. So that's, that's number five for me. And I will kick it to Seth for number four. Yeah, so my number four is one that's already been touched on. Uh, George, thanks for the spoiler. Um, yeah, Old Boy for me is... Uh, it's similar to Memories of Murder. I, I actually watched Old Boy uh, a while ago, actually, to be honest. I watched this, I'm going to say, like at least five plus years ago, and it just mesmerized me. Um, it's my all-time favorite thriller. I, I think it's a perfect film. I think everything from just the color palette, the color grading, to the performances, the main two are just incredible. The twist blew me away and it is just so well done Park chan is, is, is one of my all-time favorite directors um this has been in my kind of top five for, for such a long time and i just every time i watch it, i get so much joy from it which is kind of weird because it's <laughs> you know, not very nice the action sequences you know in the alleyway i've watched mm. that scene on youtube just so i love that scene watching spike lee's remake was just fucking painful to me <laughs> because it's so bad um thanos and, it's, it's and wanda cinema it's yeah. it's so bad um She's and that's spike lee as well he's not like he's a bad director do you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. you know um but it's just it, for me it's just perfect i think from the editing um the shot selection just how it makes me feel how when i watch it and, and I, it just mesmerizes me and that's um yeah comfortably something that's been in my top five for longer than i can remember i want to say mm, yeah oh boy cool awesome george number four my number four uh, is uh, Ridley Scott's 1982 Blade Runner. Um, really? Wow. Really? I loved it that much. I, I know I, you're I, a sci-fi guy. I didn't yeah. know you had that one up there. This is why it's... it's. I, th I think Blade Runner 2049 is the better movie, in my humble opinion. But mm. science fiction is my favorite genre of film. Uh, and Blade Runner is one of the first experiences I have where I like very vividly remember just falling in love with these massive futuristic set pieces, this this dark, eerie environment, this very foggy, claustrophobic screenplay that we're kind of running through. Um, I think Harrison Ford is brilliant. This is his best role, and it's not even remotely an argument. Um, I, it's, again, he doesn't try in many, does he? So, so. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> very fair. Uh, but yeah, this 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 makes it this high on my list just because of what this genre means to me and how this was kind of like my big introduction to this genre. Um, it's also a film I just think holds up incredibly well between the practical effect usage and the CGI that they use in this film. I think it's something that just you rewatch today and you know you may not sit there and be like, oh, this came out in the eighties. Like it, it could pass for a nineties or early two thousands movie. I think it's that yeah. fucking incredible. Um, yeah, that that's my entire rant. It, it's because of its influence on me and what the science fiction genre means to me on why it makes it this highly on my list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spe speaking of Blade Runner, twenty forty nine could have been on my list. I fucking love that movie, but um, it it did not. Uh, number four, George touched on it, and this is kind of where you know I get to my nerd. It, it's uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse is my number four. Uh, there is not a scene. In, that I've rewatched more than the Leap of Faith. I watch the Leap of Faith like once a week. I just uh, I, and and there are multiple times where I watch it and then I just scroll back on YouTube. Just send it right back and we'll watch it again, man. I don't think there's ever been a scene that's like impacted me as much as that. Um, I, I absolutely love it. I love that movie. The animation style is incredible. I don't have to hit home on it too much. You know, it's becoming one of those movies on TikTok where it's called overrated. Fuck you all. Yeah, but every film does. I, no, I know it'll, it'll it'll go through it eventually. But I, I truly believe this to be one of the best films of all time. And it's one of those like it came out in 2018. I saw it in theaters, and this is before I started like reviewing movies and and, and you know getting into to, to film in general. And I went home and I'm like, that was really fucking good. And that should not have been as. But I didn't like I didn't like understand what I was thinking at the time. But I'm like that was truly incredible. I just. 
and, and as I've watched it more and more, I, I grow to love it more and more. Um, yeah, so it's a good one. Fair enough. Classic. H- had to be included in your top ten. Then. Yeah. Of uh, course. Yeah. <clears throat> um, number four for me. My friend showed me this when I was like 12 and I didn't get past like the first 10 minutes. I was too bored and just like turned it off. But then I revisited it when I was in college and I've watched a shit ton ever since. There Will Be Blood, 10 out of 10 movie oh. for me. Absolutely freaking love that movie from the performances to just the way it looks, the set design, how just gritty the whole movie is, the, the ending, everything about it. It's one of those movies that I just like, when I first gave it its first full chance, I film broed out and like watched so many clips on YouTube the following week. And I wanted to go back and rewatch it again. But yeah, first time I ever saw it was like the first 10 minutes. I was like, this just isn't for me. He's just in a well trying wow. to do some oil. Is he, is but he, I, I was too young. Do some is he oil. one of your favorite directors then? PTA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I didn't expect that's on your list. I mean, fair enough. I like it. I mean, that's I a damn good like movie. It. I mean, it's my number yeah, one movie like, in terms of my, my ratings is my number one movie of all time is there will be wow. blood. Really? Yeah. But put it at number four of a favorite. So now we'll kick it to Seth for three. Yeah, man. I mean, three I've spoken about so many times. But when people ask me, I've said this before, what's the film you watch most in your life? It'd be Shaun of the Dead. Oh, well, I thought, was, I thought that would be two for you. I'm interested to see yeah, what you're no, waiting two. for that to be. I know, what, I know one, one of your top two, obviously. But. Well, everyone knows what one is. But Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, I, I think I've watched them both easily 50 plus times. It kind of hurt leaving Hot Fuzz out. Hot Fuzz currently, currently sits 15th. So really not far, but I, I, Sean and Dad, I watched first. So it's got a little bit more memory there. Again, a film that's passed down to me. I, I, this was like the first horror film. I remember watching it. It's not horror. You know what it is. But um, and I can. this is a film where I can just watch fucking weekly. And just, I, I love it. I, I truly, truly think like Banshees is going to be a future Sean and Dad for me. And I'm serious. About that. I, I think it's one of those where I can just rewatch over and over again. You know, Sean and Dad just makes me happy. It makes me smile. I think it has a lot more to offer than just the comedy as well. I think it's a really, really tight script. I think it offers so much in terms of values. I think every performance is just perfect in their own way. And I think Eddie Wright just has this knack of, especially with his British film in particular, of delivering the perfect comedic moments. And there is so many scenes in that that I will watch over and over again. You know, when I'm watching the film, I'll just replay them. Again, it hurt to leave Hot Fuzz out. I wish I could include them as one because I think, yeah. you know, they are whatever. But Sean and Dead, if I'm going to pick one, Sean and Dead is definitely my favourite and... and my all-time favorite comedy and it probably always will be because i've watched it you know it's one of those where you don't want to watch sean of the dead with me because i'll just say every fucking word <laughs> at the exact time because i've watched it so many times um but yeah sean of the dead is uh probably always going to be in my top five top three i would say definitely george uh my number three is mad max fury road mm-hmm. um wow. this movie was absolutely made for me um, it, it prioritizes a, a technical filmmaking uh, above anything. It's a it's quite possibly my favorite score uh, in all of film. Junkie XL created one of the most riveting, heart pounding scores I've ever listened to. And then you just mesh incredible action with just impeccable visual style. It, it's unreal. The amount of times the way cam spoke about leap of faith i'm going to speak about the storm is coming scene where they enter that massive sandstorm i rewatched that three times a week it's one of my favorite displays of of action and technical filmmaking coupled together and i absolutely fucking adore it i think tom hardy is incredible in this role i think charlize theron is even better in this movie than uh, than tom hardy um but overall it's just it, it's pure action with some of the best technical filmmaking I've ever seen. I was actually caught between um, adding Die Hard to my top 10 as well, uh, because those are undoubtedly my two favorite action, like pure action films mm. of all time. And Mad Max Fury Road just kind of edged it out a little bit. Uh, it's a not movie re- I... Sorry, go on. Was... No, no, go Not related. It. What's your... Do you like the original Mad Max? I never read yeah. uh, I like two. Thunderdome. Two. Okay, right. Yeah, uh, Thunder cool. Road, sorry. But not anything else, really. But Mad Max Fury Road stands atop my, my pure action list. I absolutely fucking love it. Behind the Batman and Dude, it's probably my most logged film on Letterboxd. Yeah, that's very rewatchable, isn't it? It's really fun. It's, it's a great, great film. Yeah. yeah. Cameron. Uh, yeah. Uh, George, I think we're going to have the same number, too. So that's kind of fun. Um, So uh, you mentioned one movie earlier, George, that you thought would be on my list. And it it could be. It really could be. uh, My third movie, though, is a 90 out of 100, the first Avengers. 
um, the original Avengers. I, I could put Infinity War or Endgame in this slot. Would you? What about Iron Man? I thought that for some reason. I Iron Man. I mean, uh, yeah, what Iron Man's definitely there. I really love Iron Man, but if I like, if I if we're it, you know, it'd be top. Iron Man would probably be top fifteen, but again, you could almost put like any mcu movie that i really love and just because when you did engineering whatever yeah like, no exactly i do love iron man but i i think he gets you know great scenes in avengers but you know you add some more i i it's one of the it's one of the few movies i had like on dvd um you know that i would, would watch a ton in like middle school high school time i absolutely loved it uh just the culmination of these characters that i, that I really loved um, for the first time. And I think that's kind of the big thing that like I'll say is why it's on its third and maybe not infinity war, which I do think is the better movie or Endgame, which again, I do think is a better movie, but just, I don't know, bringing these, get these people together for the first time. It was like the first big team up. It, it, it I don't know. It, it made, it made me fall in love with the MCU even more than I probably already was to a, to a probably bad extent. Um, but here we, right. here we are today and I'm still there. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, number three for me. I just rewatched it yesterday. La La Land. Yeah. Tweeted about it a million times while I was watching it. Listen to the soundtrack religiously. Had to come on. Had like to come I, on. I, yeah, I've listened to the soundtrack <laughs> almost a thousand times by this point. I, I still love it. Still, yeah, absolutely love the movie. Makes me cry. Love the colors. Love the costume design. Love that performances. The score. Everything about it. La La Land. Classic. Number three. I feel like I'm doing you a disservice now because if that's that high for you, I probably should watch it. To be honest, we've been yeah. telling you this, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't realize it was that high on Tyler. We have been saying. I thought this. it was going to be one on Tyler's list, but I think I know. I, no. I, think no. I don't know. We, what we, we know what his number one is. Yeah, I, but do I? Maybe I do. I, I um, um, what's your number two? What's your two, Seth? Yeah. My number two is the Seth film reviews now memed film, which is Barry Lyndon. Oh yeah, I forgot. To talk wow, about that shit. I didn't so, know that was two. Yeah, so it's interesting. So I first watched Barry Lyndon. I think my dad passed this down to me, like, because uh, big Kirby fan. I first watched Barry Lyndon fucking years ago. I'm talking like maybe when I was like 15, 16. Really enjoyed it, and then just didn't watch it again um, until I was like in film. And I, I rewatched it. I want to say a year ago, and then rewatched it again a few months ago. And it's just for oh. me. It's the, oh, it's the best looking film I've personally seen. I, I love it. I, I love the use of natural light. Every shot looks like, looks like a painting. I love the performances. I love Kubrick's direction. I think it's so hard to do a film that's like a three plus hour uh, drama historical period piece about a, a man going from nothing to something in such a way where every moment for me was entertaining. Mm -hmm. And it really is just you're watching a man's story of him going from the bottom of the barrel right to the top end. And it's just so it's such a fascinating piece of cinema that like I can't see being replicated in, in a way that Kubrick managed to do it. And of course, it comes with the shots as well. I think Kubrick behind the behind the camera, the cinematography. I can't remember the name of it right now, but everything just looks so 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 gorgeous. And, it's, and considering it's a three hour plus film that is a, a drama period piece and is you know by the sounds of it not that exciting, I could rewatch it over and over again. Um, it'll never take the number one spot because. I don't even need to fucking go into what the yeah. number one spot I think is. we can get. I think yeah. we should get yeah. everyone's number one. Um, <laughs> but I do want to talk about number one though, because yeah, that's know. fine. You'll yeah, get uh, but yeah, sure, Barry Lyndon sure. is. Uh, it was like he probably six months ago probably would have been in my like top twenty-five, but then I rewatched it. And I'm like, I fucking just love this film, and it's going to become like probably a six-month to yearly rewatch for me. Um, and also, if I watch if I watch La La Land this week, then I want Cam and George to watch Barry Lyndon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you touched on that because I was, was going to ask you that because I was like, I feel like it moved up your list recently. Like, like didn't you just say in the past six months has moved up from like top yeah, one to so number two? I rewatched it again. So I watched it twice past past year, and then it would probably be like before that rewatch probably would have been like top twenty five. But now it's just really made its way higher since then because of how much I loved it on the third time round. Yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. Well, I have seen it so. George yeah, exactly. gets it. Oh yeah, no, I do need to watch La La Land. Yeah, yeah. That is like bro. number two you two for are George. battling each other here. Tyler's uh, number two. You got to see his. Yeah. My my number two, and, and I'll keep this quick just because I've spoken about this movie. A is, it, is, it, is it my number two, George? It's your number two. I know exactly. I don't know. It's, Everyone, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. It's my favorite Denny movie, Arrival. Uh, oh. 
Oh, Whoa. it's your number yeah, two. That's kind of two. Come yeah. on, you you know what my number one is. <laughs> well, I thought I this thought was your number, your number one. one. Yeah. No, this is my this is these have been my top two. Okay. Okay. Since 2016, since I've oh, watched the rival. Um, yeah, this is my number two. There's truly not enough good things I could say about this movie. It is one of the most beautiful screenplays I've ever watched. It is, again, it's just a very personal, intimate environment in a science fiction landscape, which is just literally a movie made for me. Um, I love Denis' direction. I love his shot selections. His set designs are just gorgeous um i've spoken about this movie a million times maybe yeah. down the road it will be my number one uh, i do find myself re-watching it now more than i have you know go back to rewatch my number one but my number one is still my number one and we'll get to that in a couple of minutes yeah cam uh, i think it's kind of crazy that you didn't expect george's number one to be his number one but let's hear your number no two. i thought this was i thought that was his number so one. a perfect yeah. movie in my opinion the best comic book movie of all time the dark knight uh, is my number two. I, I I thought Arrival was his number one. It's not that I, I did. thought I didn't think this was his number one. It's that I thought Arrival was his number yeah. one. That being said, uh, the uh, the bank robbery opening scene, like I get it. It's talked about all the time. I understand it's you know it's film bro whatever. Fuck you. Um, that that probably was the the uh, like most rewatched scene I've ever seen up until like um, uh, the leap of faith. I know almost every Joker line. I can give you basically every monologue of his on on how he got these scars. Um, his father was a drinker and all that bullshit. Uh, I just, I love the movie. I It's also a movie. I don't know if I've talked about this. I probably have. I never got to see it in theaters. Um, my mom didn't let me. So uh, Rip. it was 2008. I, I was probably eight or nine years old, depending on when it came out. So like, I, I kind of understand it, but be boo uh love you mom um so just when i got to see it like in middle school i fucking sank my teeth in it man and it's crazy i didn't become an insane person afterwards i you I, are yeah that's probably true yeah. uh, Tyler. I, did, I did see the dark knight in theaters and imax my family I but did. don't remember it at all like i was Rest. probably 10 when it came out i, I yeah. simply have zero memory of like that experience but i know i saw it in imax um I did. my number two of all time boyhood just very emotional connection to me uh, ah, I mean, I thought, I thought, again, I, I thought that was his number one. Nope, I know what his number one is, and I want to I say don't I, know I, I knew one. that was number two. I knew we'll guess, number we'll one. guess number ones. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of shocked you guys just don't. It's such an easy. Know what I'm talking about? But yeah, boyhood. Coming of Age is right up my alley, oh, and Richard, okay. Richard Linklater is just like the king. I truly think yeah. he's the king of Coming of Age, um, and Boyhood is is his. I would say his crown jewel because he spent 12 years on it, but now he's starting his 30 year journey with. Paul Mescal, so I guess this 30-year this epic when I'm, what, 50? I'll be 50. 54, 55 50. when I get to see uh, his, new, that one. his new crown jewel. We'll, but, uh, but yeah, Richard Linklater, we'll be, we'll, love him. We'll be on Real Talk episode 6 <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Tyler, of course I know what you're fucking Yeah, I know. It's Jesus one. Christ, yeah. man. How did I forget? Oh, are, number are one. Yeah. Number ones? Oh, yeah, we don't have to guess. Let's go. We, we know. No, I actually don't know cams. About... I don't think I know cams, but I'm not. You know, you do. Mine. You do as know cams. Everyone knows. Everyone knows everyone's. We've yeah. to guess it. Like, what's yeah. the turn yeah. of the king. Seth. Well, no, actually, and I'm going to cheat because fuck you all. You're going to put them all. The Hobbit. Yeah, you're going to put them all. No, get away the Hobbit. Fuck off. Um, yeah, man, like Lord of the Rings, it's more than just films to me. It got me through some fucking. I've had some really mental stages in my life. It's got me through every single time. I've you. I watch Lord of the Rings every single year, and I have done since I was, I'm going to say about four or five. They mean so much to me. I, I cry throughout that. Not even, I when I rewatched Lord of the Rings last time, and this happens every time, you know the Fellowship of the Ring when you're just in the Shire at the start? Mm -hmm. I cry at the music and just looking at the Shire. I can't imagine what it would be like for me to visit, you know, you can yeah. visit mm -hmm. the Shire in New Zealand. Yeah. I'd be in ruins. Um, <laughs> but it just, it makes me so happy. I love everything about it. I don't need to speak about the technical filmmaking or the mm. characters, I just, everything about it I love. Lord of the Rings films will never not be my number one. The The rest of the, the other nine in this ten, I can see myself switching about. This will always be my number one. There will never yeah. be anything to overtake because of the memories it has there. Got me through some tough times, and yeah, it's, I, I know I'm cheating slightly, but you can allow it. It's the three goes there. No, I can't I pick one. <laughs> no, yeah, pick if I'm going to pick one, it's Turn of the King, but I'm getting rid yeah. of, I'm getting rid of, <laughs> 
Memories of Murder Alien and Little Miss Sunshine for the other the other two. <laughs> so two three. is Banshee just not in your top ten because it just doesn't have, doesn't have that history yet built up with you? No, I... but it's but it, I'm, I'm four watches in and it's currently sat at fifth wow. place. Yes. It's uh, currently sort of. George, you watched Batman eighteen times. Yeah, I thought you watched it more than four times by now. To be fair, uh, yeah. that's no, fair. Watch, bangs, I think though. I think the fifth is coming next couple of days. Uh, I'm feeling it, but uh, that will, like I said before, I think I think Banshees will be like my future Shaun of the Dead kind of thing, where I can just mm-hmm. watch it over and over again. But it's fifteen for the moment. I'm sure it'll get up there eventually. All right, George, number one. George. Yeah, my number one has been my number one since the day this movie released in 2008. I, I so very clearly remember my mom picking me up from summer camp and taking me to the theater to, to see a Batman movie, and that movie was The Dark Knight. Yeah. And this movie has been a part of me since that day. It, it is, as a, as a Batman lover, as a comic book lover, um, this is everything I'm looking for in a film and more. It's not, it's a very interesting take on the comic book movie because it's more of a crime thriller, uh, which I, with, with the, you know, deranged dude just dressed up as a bat. Um, it's without That's a doubt. That's the deranged man you're picking in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by far. <laughs> um, speaking of which, yes, we see, in my opinion, the best iteration of the greatest villain of all time. Uh, in any medium, and that's Heath Ledger's Joker. Uh, I think I mentioned it, but I've seen this movie more times than I've seen literally anything else in my entire life. Um, It is my heart. It is something I grew up on. It's what made me fall in love with film. Uh, I I love The Dark Knight. I love everything this movie is. I love this movie so fucking much. It's... I don't think any movie will ever eclipse it as my favorite film of all time. Uh, obviously, as a 25-year-old, there's so much time for that to happen. But I truly, I just don't. The see childhood it. memories will never be surprised. Yeah, I just, I truly just don't think I will ever have a connection to a film the way I have with The Dark Knight. Cam, yeah. you were the only guy not to see it in cinema. That's disappointing. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I, I, know, I knew the Batman wasn't going to make your top ten just because uh, I knew you're going to have The Dark Knight at number one, but. It would have been it real was. funny if you were like, I vividly remember the day my mom picked me up from summer camp and took me to a movie, <laughs> and it was the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Little George at summer camp just last summer. All right, Cam. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine, don't have to harp on it. Uh, it's, it's a Rise of Skywalker. Movie. It's Rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> no, it's perfect movie. It's the Empire Strikes Back, oh, I'm so obviously. stupid. That summer, yeah, you didn't see that it's, coming. Um, it's, this is where, you know, maybe my, my personal bias and my trying to be objective, um, you know, my personal bias gets in the way of it, I guess, because I the do bias think, is just an opinion. Anyway. I, I do think this is the best movie ever made. Um, I, I think it's my favorite movie ever made. I think, uh, uh, Darth Vader is the best villain of all time. And, you know, one, it's basically one A and one B with Joker, you know, like I'm not gonna, uh, I don't think you'll get too many, too much backlash if you say both of them, unless like you're considered Seth shaking his head. Yeah, that's or fine. Call, or you call it Seth's from Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I mean, I just absolutely love it. And it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. It's more than a movie. Um, and it's probably not my most rewatched movie. I probably watched, you know, I, I run through the entire, um, Star Wars nine films every you know couple years at this point, and that's probably the only time I watch Empire. I watch, I'll throw it on every once in a while, and maybe just watch snippets of it. Um, but it, it's more than a film. It's something you know, obviously, like all these movies I grew up on. Um, my mom loves loves Star Wars. My my uncle is a massive Star Wars guy, and it's something uh, him and I like. So were you na- a Star Wars family growing up then? Yeah, like, uh, I was like Lord of the Rings family. So yeah, but my family like, likes the prequels, so I don't really um, associate yeah, too much. Fair. No, I, I love them all um, very much. But yeah, it's, it's it's something I just it I I just love it, and it's one of those things you know you know, like like we said with favorites, you don't have to explain it too much. But I just I just love it, and it and it makes me what? happy. You know, we've all watched so many films. So for it to be a number one on any of our lists, you can yeah. just assume this film's impacted us like no exactly. other. Is the mm. easy way to say it. Yeah. But Tyler. Yeah. It's... My number one's about time. Oh, sorry. Time. sorry. About time. No, 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 no. It's about time is what I was. Yeah. About time. It's about a, time. A fun. Love that movie. Just like such, so emotionally connected. I've rewatched it. 
I mean, like, so, like, childhood movies I probably rewatched more just because, you know, time. Like, About Time came out in 2013, but I don't think I first watched it until, like, 2015. So, obviously, having eight years as opposed to, you know, watching, like, even Star Wars, I might have technically watched more than About Time just because you watched it so much as a kid. But most rewatched and, like, my, like, cognizant of film life is definitely About Time. Uh, all the performances, I, I think, are just, like, subtle but perfect. Most underrated musical score of all time, I think, because every song in that movie just makes me want to ball my eyes out in the emotional scenes. Um, and it's just so perfectly scored. Um, and, yeah, it's just, like, a good message film, cute little rom-com. Eh, is there even that much I, comedy? I think it's just a rom-drom. Dr- I don't really know if there's... Rom- I mean, there's I guess a bit, there's a couple there's jokes. Some funny there's some funny bits in there. But, yeah, love it. Margot Robbie's first feature film. Um, yeah, just I love everything about it. I really love the setting. I was really happy to see Seth really loved it because I was, like, one where I, okay. I was the only one of the group to see it. So I was like interested to be like I wonder what like they think about it. Maybe I'm just like well, I, I tripping. Was just but then when I saw it, you're like top. It's not like you're top 25, isn't it? No, it's not that. Well, well, it, we're, I thought it's it like 23 or something. But maybe I'm it's, wrong. Well, no, it's not that high. So it's currently at 44. However, okay. I've only seen it once, and for a film to get in my top 50 that I've only seen once, like mm-hmm. is a fucking accomplishment. Myself, I watched it with Anna. And at the end, we were both just in fucking floods of tears. She also gave it a five. I loved About Time, and I think that will that could probably make its way definitely into my like top twenty after a few mm-hmm. more watches. I don't. I, I think it's a great film, and I get yeah. why you love it completely. All and right. George, that's what you need to watch, isn't it? It is. I still need to watch it. That's like La La Land with me. You're getting like the funniest thing about it now. And stuff the like funniest that. thing is Tyler having it at like a low four and a half for the longest time. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, that, be... do you know in fury? You know, like, oh, <laughs> to be fair, I've watched it probably five. Four at least four times since then, and that was only like not that long ago. So uh, yeah, that, it's mean, like it's like, like one. It's it's kind of similar for like uh, Seth of Barry Lyndon. It's like it's just recently kind of rapidly risen up my my rankings. Yeah. But um, right. but yeah, there's our top ten, to everyone. I know everyone's been really anticipating this one, and if you want to join the Patreon and ask this question again, like in like two months, it'll probably be completely changed. Banshees is probably yeah, number tomorrow. one. For Seth. <laughs> yeah, the only one I think I, I need I to could. see if Cam's is Pitch Perfect. So I'll, I'll get on that, but. You've never seen Pitch Perfect? Wow, that's crazy. No. Really? Oh. Even I've seen Pitch Perfect. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll get on that. We all have some homework <laughs> to do. that like, I already have thought about that I could have probably thrown on this list at any point and been okay with his soul. Like, I love soul. Yeah. I could have thrown it on here. You know, it's just, it's my, my list is already changing. So <laughs> I, I'm soul? looking at my 20 and being like, I really wish I'd have said this now. For the, so for the Real Talk historians out there, soul is soon going to be like the most like recurring mentioned film i feel like about like cam and <laughs> soul like, yeah it's like episode 10 15 7 yeah it's like soul and cam is just a, it makes sense why it would be in his top 10 it's brought up a lot so i appreciate you all for watching if you want to join the patreon and ask for next week what what movie we're going to be reviewing what draft you want to do um in higher tiers, you can do a movie watch along with us. We have someone in that, so we're going to be watching a movie. Uh, we have group hangouts we're going to be doing with uh, anyone. We're just going to, just like how we film the podcast in a Google meeting. We're just right now just all hanging out talking. And, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that with people. So go check out the Patreon. Thank you to all the patrons. I hope you're enjoying this early. And for everyone else listening, hope you have a great rest of your day. Any closing words from the fellas? All right. Peace out.